good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Today is Saturday, the 23rd of April, 2022. And we are going to start off with a update on a story that we covered last week in relation to Patong and the Patong Bay Hill Resort. Now, Patong's cops chief and the deputies have been shunted over the party video. The chief of Patong police and four of his deputies have been transferred to the provincial head office after celebrity lawyer Sitra B.M. Pankard posted a video clip on Facebook showing a pub in the Patong Bay Hill Resort open past legal hours. Police Lieutenant General Surachat Hakparn, Assistant Chief of the National Police, yesterday told the media that a panel to probe the matter will be launched. The team will investigate whether the hotel violated the rules and question the senior police responsible for the area, he said. The five officers are the station chief and his deputies. He said that he has also instructed the provincial police to submit a letter regarding the closure of the resort to the Phuket governor. As the pub at the resort operated beyond the legal hour of 11pm, the closure of the resort will proceed later this week. It was clear that the resort violated the instructions of the provincial governor, Police Lieutenant General Surachat said. As the COVID-19 situation has improved, police must beef up their enforcement and impose measures for tourists to help the economy rebound in Phuket. The matter caught public attention after Mr. Citra's Facebook post. Many complainants claim that there has been gatherings, loud noises and illegal activities going on for years, but the police remain idle, he said. A visit to the outlet confirmed the place is a high-risk spot for COVID-19 infections, he said, noting that the nice spot was selling Baraku, which is illegal in Thailand. Mr. Citra then asked why law enforcement officials were not aware of the place. Now, in another recent development in regards to this story, Prab Kisan defends the Patong Hotel late trading. Phuket businessman Priyachavud Prab Kisan has defended the opening of the Patong Hill Bay Resort beyond the COVID-19 mandated 11pm closing time, saying the hotel operating its nightlife venues at least brought some financial relief to people in need, people who are suffering due to the economic impact of COVID-19 regulations. Now, before I go on with this story, it's worth bearing in mind that uh, this guy his group persona group seem to own or at least manage or have some connection to the Patong Bay Hill Resort. Now as we said a fact-finding police panel is to investigate whether the hotel violated the rules and questioned senior police responsible for the area. We've already gone through that. Now the Phuket governor Narong Won Si on Monday he spoke very carefully when responding to questions about the incident instead of uh, railing up the offender for breach of the COVID-19 regulations and the late trading which is the normal stance taken by officials. Governor Narong said people needed to understand the situation of all people involved including foreign tourists on holiday in Phuket at the time. Governor Narong said that legal action was being taken against the offender but did not explain further. Mr. Prab has yet to confirm what legal action the hotel is facing. Speaking to media, Mr. Prab, president of the Persona Group of companies that owns and operate hotels and other tourism-related businesses in Patong, said that having the hotel operate its nightlife venue had provided income to more than 400 employees. Hundreds of employees took to Bangla Road themselves last Saturday night to protest their right to earn a living. 
The key complaints were noise and trading beyond the 11pm closing time, a COVID-19 prevention measure nationally mandated by the CCSA in Bangkok. The government has done its own fancy dancing when it has come to allowing pubs and bars in Phuket to open, while the rest of the country under the order of the CCSA were forced to have pubs and bars shut down. Phuket officials allowed pubs and bars to reopen later last year under the guise of operating as restaurants. The CCSA did nothing to shut them down, openly ignoring the worst-kept secret in the country that Phuket pubs and bars were operating despite the measures ordered. Ironically, the CCSA later allowed entertainment venues operating in other provinces the same latitude as long as certain token registration and compliance mandates were met. Now, according to Prabkisan, the complaint part is interesting. We have noted who the complainant is because local residents in Patong have long known that we, the Persona Group, have been holding activities to stimulate the tourism economy and events to help people by handing out survival bags and providing cash allowances to the elderly, Mr. Prab said. Those who came to rent spaces at the hotel to take part in the activities are charged very cheap rent, he said. Now, I'm not going to continue to go on with this story because he seems to be trying to make excuses for himself or what a good fella he is and, uh, you know, how it's tough times for himself and his uh, other people in the group. Now, let it be known, hoteliers like Mr. Keeson, who own large amounts of hotels, have plenty of money in the bank. They all have lots of money. They're not hard up. And these guys would well be able to keep employees paid during the COVID situation. I can tell you that for a fact. Now, the Patong Bay Hill Resort, if you look over Google reviews over the last two years, you will see that this place has been operating full on for nearly two years during the COVID-19 situation when it was maybe at its peak when other places around the country were closed they were doing what they shouldn't have been doing. I'm all in favour of places being allowed to open but we're talking about the past when everybody else was suffering. The Patong Bay Hill Resort was not suffering and it was indulging in its own activities and creating its own business. That has gone untouched by the police and other officials within Patong. That's just the way it is at the moment. This story may probably get swept underneath the carpet because it seems like the governor doesn't really want much to do with it. He seems like he, he's in the know. You know, as the article has stated, normally he would come down heavy about these things, but he seems to be uh, dancing around the whole subject all of a sudden. But if we hear more about this story, we certainly will bring it to you here on the Thai Expat Daily Show. And moving along, talks on Thailand's submarine engine problem postponed until May. Talks between the Royal Thai Navy, China Shipbuilding and the Offshore International Company on a submarine engine problem, which were due to take place this month, have been postponed to May due to the COVID-19 situation in China, according to an RTN spokesman. The engine problem, in Thailand's first but controversial submarine procured from China, started when Germany refused to sell the MTU-396 diesel engine to China as part of the EU's embargo on the country. The CSOC, the submarine builder, has offered an alternative Chinese-made engine, which they claim is of similar standard, but the RTN has rejected the offer and insists on delivery of the German engine. Now, Vice Admiral Pak Krong said the RTN Chief of Staff, who is also the chairman of the submarine project, will represent the Royal Thai Navy in the upcoming talks with CSOC, which are aimed at finding a solution to the problem. He dismissed speculation that the talks would include the matter of used submarines. The spokesman also said that the Navy Commander-in-Chief wants the case to be settled as quickly as possible. The UN-class S-26T submarine is scheduled to be delivered to the Royal Thai Navy in 2024. And moving along to the featured story of the day, no COVID-19 tests on arrival for vaccinated travellers from May 1, 
the Test and Go scheme has been cancelled. The Test and Go process for foreign arrivals will be terminated at the end of the month and vaccinated travellers will require only self-antigen tests for COVID-19 from May 1 to stimulate tourism and the economy, Prime Minister Prayachana Cha said on Friday. Tourism is recovering and antigen tests will be more convenient and faster for visitors, General Pryor said, after chairing a meeting of the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration at Government House. Many countries are relaxing travel restrictions significantly and our country depends considerably on tourism to support our economy, the Prime Minister said. CCSA spokesman Dr. Tweeset said later on that from May 1 there would be no test and go entry scheme. The government would have different measures for vaccinated and unvaccinated foreign arrivals by air. Vaccinated visitors would not be tested for COVID-19 upon arrival anymore. It would be recommended they self-test using antigen test kits during their stay. If they test positive, they could enter the COVID-19 insurance process or take care of their own treatment, he said. Unvaccinated travellers would be welcomed if they presented proof of a negative RT-PCR test no more than 72 hours before their trip. They would be quarantined for five days with another RT-PCR test on day four or five. They would also be advised to do self-antigen tests during their stay. High-risk visitors, that will be high-risk contacts, will be quarantined for five days only. The minimum COVID-19 insurance coverage for all foreign arrivals will be US dollars The compulsory tests under the Test and Go scheme could be lifted because statistics showed a very low infection rate among foreign arrivals, only 0.46% through Test and Go this month, Dr. Tweesat said. For arrivals by land, visitors who tend to stay no longer than two days must be fully vaccinated and pass self-antigen tests. Otherwise, they could not enter the country. For visitors who intend to stay longer, vaccinated travellers would not be quarantined if they pass antigen tests, while unvaccinated travellers would be quarantined for five days. The CCSA on Friday also acknowledged the Public Health Ministry's decision to relax disease control nationwide on May 1st, ending control that's orange zones in 20 provinces. As a result, the number of close surveillance yellow zones would rise from 47 to 65 provinces, Dr. Tweeset said. In addition, the number of tourism pilot blue zones would increase from 10 provinces to 12, with Songkla and Rayong the new additions. So there you go. That is what we have been pretty much looking for. But I want to clarify a lot of this article because they quoted the Prime Minister who seemed to have got a lot of things mixed up while he was talking today, which was very, very strange, but not unusual for the Prime Minister either. So I've taken all this information from the Tourism Authority of Thailand's website. So this information, as far as I am concerned, has to be the most accurate there is. Fingers crossed. So the new entry rules for vaccinated travellers are as follows. International travellers who are fully vaccinated would no longer be required to show proof of a pre-arrival negative RT-PCR test nor undergo an arrival test. So that is the official rules in relation to it. They are still required to register for a Thailand pass via the website that we've all come to love and respect. And you must have a certificate of COVID-19 vaccination and an insurance policy with coverage no less than 10,000 US dollars. That's reduced from previously, which was 20,000. Once arriving in Thailand, uh, you will be allowed entry and you are free to go anywhere in the kingdom. The talk about the ATK or the rapid antigen test is only to be used if you are symptomatic. If you arrive in Thailand after a day and you start to feel symptomatic, you should test yourself. That's basically what they're saying about the ATKs. You're not going to be getting a rapid antigen test at the airport. You're going to be able to flow to the airport pretty much past the Thailand Pass gate through immigration and then you're done. You do not need to book an SHA hotel anymore. You do not need to book a special transfer to a hotel. Once you get through the airport, you are done. That is it. Now, 
new rules for unvaccinated travellers because there's been a little bit of confusion on the internet about this so let's get it straight international travellers who are unvaccinated or are not fully vaccinated will also no longer be required to show proof of pre-arrival negative rtp test nor undergo an arrival test they are required to register for a thailand pass with a five-day hotel booking and an insurance policy with coverage no less than ten thousand us dollars once arriving in thailand they must proceed to undergo the quarantine for five days and undergo an rt-ptr test on day five exceptions is made for an unvaccinated traveler who are also able to upload proof of a negative rt-pcr test within 72 hours of arrival via the thailand pass system they like those fully vaccinated will be allowed entry and are free to go anywhere in the kingdom so unvaccinated travelers because i have seen all kinds of different stories on the internet for that if you are unvaccinated you have two options your first option is to do an rt pcr test 72 hours before you arrive in thailand obviously it needs to be negative upload it to the thailand pass and you can enter just as a vaccinated tourist is entering you will have to do no quarantine or none of that malarkey okay however if you do not do that you can still travel but when you arrive in thailand you must do five day quarantine and you must do an rt-pcr test on day five to be able to get out of your quarantine they are the rules for unvaccinated travelers as per the tat news website so i can give you no better source than that now what do i think about all this well i think it's a very big improvement the thailand pass still kind of lingering around but you know at this point we are pretty much down to nearly normal travel i fully expect the thailand pass website to be dumbed down to maybe one or two pages and that's it fill in your passport details upload your vaccination certificate on the same page with your insurance and click send it no longer will be going to hotels anymore it'll be skipping the whole process it'll be going straight to the ministry of public health or the department of disease control or whoever is the ones to process that and i'm pretty much expecting that these things will be able to be authorized very very quickly the reason they're keeping this of course is they want to check the vaccination status of people and they want to ensure that they have the appropriate insurance now the way i see that as well couldn't you do that at the airport like they do for so many things i mean for example if you're flying to thailand and you you know or if you're flying to another country and you need a visa the airline will always check that you have that visa so why can't they do it in relation to your vaccination certificate and your insurance policy i guess maybe insurance policy our airport officials going to start reading looking that it covers this that and the other well maybe they're not going to do that part but for the vaccination certificate i think it's certainly something that airline staff would be able to do but nevertheless the thailand pass remains the test and go scheme is done i think that's a huge improvement it means basically that if you're flying to europe as an expat and you're coming back you will be doing no rt-pcr tests unless your country you're flying to demands one off you but as i'm from ireland i would be able to fly to ireland right now i don't need to show anything and on the way back i would fill out the thailand pass and just turn up in the country no tests needed as long as i'm fully vaccinated and have my insurance as i pay uh, social security here i don't even need to have that so i think it is a very very big step forward for the country it's been very much due i think the timing's a bit off we're heading into low season here in thailand and i'm not sure if you can hear it in this uh, broadcast today but right now it is pouring rain and there is thunder and lightning and there is one hell of a storm going on out here in phuket but nevertheless it is the timing of course a bit off heading into low season it's generally a quiet time for hotels in thailand so i, I don't know but it's certainly hotels and 
hospitality businesses and everybody who's reliant on this huge industry in the country have something to build now towards the future, knowing that most of the restrictions are gone and people will be able to start to make a living and earn money now. I think the only thing left to do is basically to get rid of the mass mandate, especially outdoors. I think this would be a huge improvement because most foreigners who are coming from abroad are not wearing masks in their own country anymore and they find it difficult when they come here to adjust to that. So I think that's something the government possibly could look at by, you know, next month or July when they're meant to uh, declare COVID endemic here in Thailand. But as far as I'm concerned, this is super positive news, but I'd love to know what you guys think about it. Do you think it's the right move forward? Do you think they could have gone the whole hog and just got rid of all entry requirements i'd love to know your opinion as always guys down below in that comment section and moving along thai tourism industry hopes for more chinese travelers in october the thai tourism industry is hoping to see more chinese visitors during golden week in october every year china national day is celebrated in october 1 to commemorate the founding of the people's republic of china in 1949 chinese nationals enjoy a seven-day holiday from october 1 to 7 known as golden week the vice president of the tourism council of thailand said that if the thai government can fully reopen the country within the second quarter the kingdom would still have a chance to attract at least five million international tourists during the second half of 2022 he reiterated that the sooner Thailand fully reopens, the more competitive it will be as a tourist destination. Furthermore, if China lifts additional international travel restrictions for its citizens in the fourth quarter, the total number of foreign tourists to the kingdom could reach 7 to 8 million by year end. Vichette also projected that Thailand would regain 70% of its pre-pandemic tourist numbers next year and 100% by 2024. The vice president noted, however, that many travel businesses have been unable to resume operations due to financial shortcomings. He added that since the pandemic, tourists have begun traveling in smaller groups, participating in more free-form tourism programs and prioritizing relaxation activities. They have also been spending extended periods of time within hotel grounds and developing an affinity for specific urban restaurants. These shifts in travel habits pose further challenges for tour operators whose business models are based around large groups and scheduled programs as well as shopping and dining in suburban areas. Now the only thing that will depend whether Chinese tourists come this year will be the Chinese government and the rules and regulations that they have in relation to their country. If we look at what's going on in Shanghai I think that should be the, the alarm bell for Thai tourism. In that, in April, nearly May, China are still locking down cities in relation to COVID. And the idea that they would allow their citizens this form of free travel out of China by October, I think is just ludicrous. And I think a lot of these businesses and these tourism operators and associations need to face reality. I don't think we are going to see Chinese travel until at least mid-2023, if not late 2023. And next up, FTI wants diesel tax cut extended. The Federation of Thai Industries is calling on the government to extend the diesel excise tax reduction for another three months to slow soaring energy prices and give businesses and households more time to adjust to higher manufacturing and living costs. The government previously agreed to half the tax usually leveled at 5.99 baht a litre for a period of three months to cap diesel prices at below 30 baht a litre. Authorities should continue the tax cut, which is scheduled to end on May 20th to help people deal with the energy price pressure, said the vice chairman of the FTI. Without an extension, the diesel price will increase and drive up prices of consumer products, he noted. The tax reduction has been used in tandem with the state oil fund, subsidizing the diesel price at 11.21 baht a litre as of April 19th. 
The fund was already 50 million baht in the red, causing the government to reduce its diesel price subsidy from next month. The government may decide to subsidise more than half of the diesel price above 30 baht a litre, said the energy ministry. This subsidy reduction is expected to increase the domestic diesel price by 5 baht a litre, causing motorists to buy diesel at around 35 baht a litre, according to the FTI. The federation said it wants the government to continue with its initial plan to gradually increase the diesel price by 2 to 3 baht, which will allow businesses and households to better cope with the global oil price surge. A 5 baht rise will increase logistic costs by 15 to 20 percent and push up operating costs in the manufacturing sector by 3 to 4 percent, with consumers eventually bearing the brunt. These costs are rising because of higher oil prices, excluding other impacts from the Russia-Ukraine war, which is also driving up prices of key raw materials, he noted. The FTI is concerned Thailand will soon encounter high inflation, while huge household debt remains a problem and the pandemic still looms over the country. The Bank of Thailand earlier increased its assessment of headline inflation for 2022 to 4.9%, exceeding its inflation target framework of a range of 1-3%. to Inflation is expected to peak in the second and third quarters, then gradually decline and normalise next year. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Old Phuket Town Prison to provide Twilight Zone ecotourism experience. The old prison in Phuket Town is to be transformed into an ecotourism attraction that has been touted to provide a Twilight Zone experience for people to appreciate what it was like there in the past. Phuket to host Joint Trade Committee meeting with Bhutan. Government officials in Phuket are preparing to welcome a ministerial delegation from Bhutan to the island part of a joint trade committee next week as the two countries strive to establish a preferential trade agreement on selected goods and tariffs. Ukrainian arrested in Phuket face extradition for offences in US. Two men who ran job placement agencies in the United States are accused there of colluding in sheltering illegal migrants, money laundering and tax fraud have been arrested in Phuket. And finally, Phuket Festival at Saracen Bridge to feature mini hot air balloons. A special event to attract tourists and generate income for local people in Phuket and Panya will be held at the Saracen Bridge this weekend with mini hot air balloons as key attractions. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.